Hello and uh, welcome to the delicious recipe. It is January. I believe we're on the 18th of uh, 2023. And uh, as always, I want to thank my uh, 19th, 18th, whatever. Uh, I want to thank uh, Hey You, Kitty Pot, and uh, Blaze there for uh, helping with the production of the show. As always, if you're listening along, uh, we are on uh, just the one YouTube uh, channel right now, uh, UFO Paranormal Radio, UFO Paranormal Radio. That one is done twice. And uh, we're on all the rest of the ones there too, Spreaker, SoundCloud, iHeart, and plus also we're on the TV show, uh, our TV channel Roku that uh, just got set up there through uh, United Public Radio. And this is the delicious recipe where we throw everything in the pot and we see how it tastes at the end. And uh, I want to welcome a new show that's uh, to the channel, which is the thing at the front or the thing at the foot of the bed. And it's uh, my other half, Laura Lee, is part of that. And Dave Hansel, I want to welcome you both to the show. Thank you, Dell. Okay. And so how do we kick this off? I was thinking about this there earlier. Uh, this is a new show that you guys have there. And I think the title sort of gives it away there. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention this show is called uh, Monster Cookie. I can't say Cookie Monster because that's trademark. So it's Monster Cookie. So uh, anyways, oh, yeah, who we got here? William Garrison. Hey, there you are. Hey, Janie. And Janie there. There you go. Welcome, welcome for uh, tuning in and uh, checking us out. So let's start. I will do this in two parts there to go and see here. I'll ask uh, Laura first, or maybe I should ask Dave first before I ask Laura, because I, I always talk to Laura all the time. I should ask okay. the Dave Hansel <laughs> there and say, what what do you consider is the the purpose and the, the outcome of your of the show, the thing at the foot of the bed? Was the, well, the purpose of it is like the, the title came from a book that I read when I was a kid. I love the paranormal. I've been paranormalized uh, since I was about five years old. So um, in the show, I hope to just bring all kinds of the unseen world to into the light so people can focus on it, make their own decisions, you know, do their things and just have a good time. We talk about a lot of weird stuff, spirituality and everything, but, you know, as me and Laura Lee say that it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be easy. It's supposed to be beautiful. It's not supposed to have 30 billion big words and all kinds of theories that will blow your mind that you'll never, ever be able to grasp onto. You know, that's just what we like to do. We just want to have fun. Let people know that spirituality is alive and well, and um, it's really quite interesting. Awesome. Laura Lee, I'll, I'll, I'll throw that question. Okay. To you. Well, first of all, I will let you know if you haven't met Dave, Dave, I've known for quite a few years and he is a very gifted medium who's had a near death experience. I've studied near death experiences for 40 years plus professionally as well as personally. And I believe I've had one as a toddler. Um, I'm also a clairvoyant medium. I do Akashic records, energy healing, um, Reiki type crystal Reiki teaching we both do teaching and i'm also a nurse so dave and i were talking about this and dave has a he's very modest so i will i will toot his horn for him he has a very big pretty big following on tiktok and people send in questions and it could be about anything like what happens after we die is there such a thing as ghosts what it, what aliens mean what have you and he makes a quick three minute tiktok to answer it to the best of his ability like you pick the ones that you can answer you felt right dave yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Usually, so, they usually pick on yeah. Sorry? The spirits usually pick the questions. Yes, 
So we were talking and I had him on a couple of my shows and he joined me for Halloween. I was so grateful my guest had ended up canceling and I wanted Dave to come on for Halloween anyway. So it all worked out. And I got a lot of positive feedback from the audience and a lot of participation. So we started talking and we said, wouldn't it be great if we could do a show together? Because Dave also has a podcast called Mystic Stew on, he does it on Anchor. Uh, it's a little shorter, smaller podcast. And, um, I have the Angel Rock, which I do in this network on Monday nights. And we said, hey, what if we did a show where we just started talking about these things, sharing from our own experiences, the paranormal, being mediums as well as intuitives, and go from there and have a discussion, answer the questions that people have always wanted to ask and answer it to the best of our abilities. We don't consider ourselves experts, right, Dave? But we're going from, yeah. from our own experiences. Yeah, the only thing we're expert is is being ourselves. <laughs> so you can if anybody that's watching along, you can almost see that there's some sort of paranormal activity going on behind Laura Lee because her light keeps on going in and out there darker and brighter. I sort of thought that was I know it was doing that earlier. I have no idea why. There's nothing I could do about it. I've been playing with my light. Maybe it's spirit playing with my computer. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's something ghosty. Who knows? But whatever, you just get well, to see me. You know that you know they say. Well, religion says it; it's different. But religion says whenever two gather in His name. Well, that's kind of like with spirit. Whenever two people who have a spiritual connection gather together or talk about this, they tend to show up. But we should so point maybe, out very quickly: it's not, our show is not based on religion. Um, no, not at all. There's a difference right. between spirituality and religion. I know you know oh. that, Del, but for the listeners. Oh, yeah, that's that's the big thing there. Yeah, you you know this. Uh, I'm a huge component of uh, being spiritual, even though I've been uh, baptized in new religions and stuff like that. And uh, I think uh, religion's great for the people that need it. I think it's the same thing as people that need uh, AA and DA. And I think that need uh, little clicks and groups and stuff like that to go in and share. That's great. And that's just like all these shows there. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Excuse me. Oh, see, look at something made me cough on that one there. Uh, just, uh, it's just something that people need some sort of a gathering to go and share thoughts and stuff like that. That's out of the, I guess you'd say the academic means or the way that uh, society is sort of. Uh, bred us up to sort of be in a sort of way. But I want to get to this really interesting question. I just thought about this one there. Dave, what yeah. is at the foot of your bed today in reality? If you went home, if you went and you went to the foot of your bed, what is down there? Uh, spiritually wise or literally? <laughs> literally, metaphorically, uh, what is at the foot of your bed? <laughs> literally, there is uh, a plant at the foot of my bed. And there's a reason I put plants at the foot of my bed. It's because I like to have, it's almost like having life watch over me while I sleep. Mm -hmm. So it's not this. So that's what's at the foot of my bed right now. Laura Lee, I'll throw the question to you. I know what's there, but uh, you do. Well, I want, yeah. can I, I, well, basically a pillow and a dog. And I have been known when I've got readings booked to have had certain individuals that know that I'm reading for a human being, somebody in this lifetime, appear in spirit with messages. I have had that happen. Not mm -hmm. right now, but it, can I answer this question here? Uh, it's from William Garrison. He says, the only reason you think it's weird all the lies we've been trained to believe. No, we don't think it's weird. I wanted to clarify that, but a lot of people do. A lot of people don't necessarily believe in these topics or know a lot about it. 
or they're getting it maybe from a TV show or whatever. Like I said, Dave and I make it very clear that we're not experts, but we've had weird, unusual, strange, unexplained things. Like, for example, when I was eight years old, from the time the snow melted till the time that it fell, I woke up every morning at three o'clock, completely blue, unable to breathe. They could never figure out what was causing it. Um, no idea why. Dell and I have lived in an extremely haunted house. Um, we don't have the problems here um, like we did in the other house. Why? I don't know. So we're just sort of talking about it, opening the discussion. We're not coming from a reality-based TV where there is no such thing as reality TV. And we're, we're opening the discussion on a positive vein. We're not trying to scare people, promote more fear, nor do we think that it's weird. But some people do. Sorry. Go ahead. That, well, that, that, that's uh, totally true is that uh, everybody is going to have their own experiences out there. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, I, I do this also on my show. The delicious recipe is uh, like just looking at things from many different perspectives. And I think a, a big thing, uh, this is my own opinion on this. People that are out there listening is that I think a lot of people have been uh, conformed to believe in this certain pat pattern of values, uh, whether it's been through uh through the church or through the school or through a lot of things. And that's the only way that they believe their reality exists. And I think there's a lot more out there. I, a big thing that I've been talking about is about uh, cryptids, little people, Bigfoot, different little uh, things that are out there. Uh, parts with the paranormal, uh, dimensional energy, that uh, consciousness might not be all in the mind, that it's actually a sort of an ethereal thing that's outside of the body, a little bit more mm -hmm. than what uh, we've all been told. And uh, that energy does pass through many different things, but depending on how the displacement goes and how everything is, we don't understand this stuff. All we've been told is what the scientists and what the religious leaders have told us. And uh, mm -hmm. I have a big, huge uh, problem when people hide history. And I have a thing with, uh, like with Egypt, when they say you're not allowed to look at these uh, tablets here, or the Vatican, that you're not allowed to go down to the library that has all this ancient knowledge, things like that. What would you think about that there, Dave? Oh, my gosh. The same thing you do. <laughs> um, as far as I don't even know how to present an answer to that question. I'm the same way. In this lifetime, you need to believe whatever you want to believe. You need to see whatever you need to see. History shouldn't be a race. We, history, we should be allowed to look at history. We should be allowed to look at the the woo-woo people from way, way back because I had something to say, and they predicted a lot of things coming forward. I'm pretty much just on the, on the same boat of the things that you just said. We need to make our own decisions. We need to. And it's unfortunate that, like you said, a lot of people were, were grown up only given one belief system. Like mine, my parents gave me Catholicism or Baptist. We got to over 14 to choose which one. I chose neither. And that was fine with them. But I, I was a very lucky child. I didn't have stuff like that pushed down my throat. I've always been able to make my own decision about those kind of things all my life. So I'm very thankful for my parents for being like that. But I think all parents should be like that. Let your kids believe what they need to believe and what to discover stuff. Because to just have that one thing that you were told to believe really inhibits your life, inhibits it a lot. 
Oh, for sure. Laura, Laura Lee, can you uh, add on to that there? Well, I agree with both of what you've said. And I think, you know, part of what I speak about often is none of us are here by accident. And I also believe that if we don't realize what's happened throughout the ages in history, historically, correctly, without it being changed or removed, we're destined to keep repeating the same mistakes over and over again, because that's why we make mistakes. Hopefully we learn from them and we move forward and we grow and we evolve. Religion, same thing. I'm not knocking religion. There are people that really love it. They they need it, they commune, uh, they support one another, and that's fine. But what we're finding, and Del, you and I have discussed this many times on air and off air, is when we've only been exposed to a little tiny piece of the pie, how do we know that there's a whole pie that exists when all we've ever had is that little piece of pie? Same as with things, all the beauty in the world, for example, if you've only ever lived in the same city and all you've ever gone is maybe in your backyard and around your little tiny area that you inhabit, how do you know what's out there if you haven't seen it or tried it or looked to it? One of the things that I shared today on our show, I forgot to mention our show is on Thursdays from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern, um, is that if you're not really sure where to go, because we had a great question, it was about ETs and UFOs and how do I find out more? And I believe this came from spirit, but let joy be your compass in life. And the other part is if it resonates with you, if you have curiosity about something in this day and age, we have so many different sources of knowledge. Follow what resonates with you what feels right, what doesn't. And the other thing is don't forget to look in books because in this digital age, I think books are really losing the importance yeah, yeah. that contain a lot of knowledge. Well, that, yeah, it, that's exactly true is that uh, the part with print, which makes it a little bit uh, stronger than uh, the internet and Wikipedia and all those other uh, uh, digital sites is that within print, you can have a conversation and you can have a, uh, conclusion and a discussion on that uh that theory that's there but it can't change because it's in print but on things like wikipedia and sites like that is that mm -hmm. those things can be changed daily hourly and so whatever was written there and somebody that comes by uh say in five minutes and uh, reads something that i've altered they'll say well that's the truth and then 10 minutes later someone else changes it and they look at it and says no this is it that's why i think a lot of part with this with uh history and i've been into this uh, lord knows about this about for a long long time and about trying to find out what the true history is and uh mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that are going on and a lot of it is debatable uh because you have acad academics that and i've said this many times that people that are academically and that are teaching in schools and stuff like that if they go and go and change their view on what they've written their papers on and what they've gotten their degree from and that it could be something different well everything that they've been teaching for how many years it's been is untrue they, they have no leg to stand on so that's why a lot of this is my thought anyways people that are out there a lot of people stand on that academically wise they don't want to embrace new things new thinking because otherwise then what were they actually teaching they were teaching actually a lie any any thoughts on that there either of you well i was thinking about i'm trying to think of a good way to put it so uh 
throughout the ages, God, I don't even know how to put this. I want to answer this so bad and I just can't find the words. I'll let you go first, Lori, Lee, and maybe I'll find the words. Yeah, well, I'm looking at some of the comments here. And yes, I have to agree that some of those books we're talking about are not actually true. And you said, beware and everything, William Garrison. And I can agree, but I said, that's why I think that we need to look at a variety of sources, where they're coming from many years ago. And I'm not trying to get all, I hate the word conspiracy theory. Both of you know that I like the word yeah. you're seeking is that you need to take a look at it. And if you're not really sure you've got conflicting stories or many different stories or paths, feel into them. What do they feel like? We are all able to have discernment. Okay. The other thing is, and I used to hear this years ago in high school, what the heck does that mean? But, but follow the money, right? We are in a money bit. Money is just an energy source, but take a look who's funding what We're, like follow it through the little pathways. As we go further out through history back, we don't have quite the complicated like corporations and whatever, but sometimes you can find some answers. And the other thing that concerns me, it really doesn't take that long to change history. If you think about it, whatever somebody's learning in school right now, 10, 15 years, they're going to be adults. 20 years from now, they're going to be having kids. Do you see where I'm going with this? Like it doesn't take long. It takes one to two generations and people tend to forget the past or what was behind it. So I think that's so important, but I also don't think that people are not capable of it, whether they want to think about whether or not they're able to sense energy. We all are. And I use this analogy very quickly. Um, depending on the level of intimacy that you have with another individual, say it's somebody you don't know well, and they get really close to you. What do we all do? We step right back. It feels icky. We may not realize why it feels icky because we have an energy field around us. You can call it personal space. You can call it an aura. You can call it whatever it is. We are incredible, amazing individuals. And we're not here by accident. Like I said, we all have a reason for being here. But we have many, many gifts that we aren't aware that we have. But we really do. Yeah, I think people are. Yeah, I think people are using like you know, as far as like going back to like the books and Google and all that, things can be changed. I agree with Dal and you. You the same way. We said this. There needs to be books. So, like you said, mm -hmm. the books can't be changed. It's in print. All they can do is get a new book. I have found in my lifetime, and it's, it's easier for me, obviously, because of what I do, but for anybody else out there to find information, if you do meditate on it, if you do think about it over and over, go write it down on a piece of paper, what your conclusion is, then you can go to Google or whatever and start looking up stuff about the subject to see if it matches yours. That's what I do. I, I, I like to validate. I validate anything a spirit says to me. If they say something to me, I write it down and I'm like, I got to go look it up because I don't know if I trust you. <laughs> and I don't know why I have that, but I just, I think I have a very nice, healthy, skeptical dose of, skept you know, being skeptical. I think it's okay to be like that. Oh, for sure. And, uh, <laughs> well, that's one thing there that I guess, uh, Laura's the yin to my yang there is, uh, <laughs> I, I'm very skeptical about a lot of things. Uh, I, I, yeah, that, that's part of the thing there about growing up, being in growing up in religion and also taking uh, engineering and stuff like that and being construction oriented and, 
and looking at it that way where she's a little bit different from that and i look at things differently and that's it's a that's a great way to sort of look at at things i posted this uh uh people that are out there listening that they can check this out on uh on youtube and uh it was a uh uh after school uh history uh it was a, a talk that was given by rupert sheldrake uh a ted talk and then it was uh taken down by uh ted talk uh and that for uh, going against the scientific uh, uh, thinking there. But what is uh, basically his talk was about exposing the scientific dogma. And it's basically go, going about how we've all been sort of programmed by the winners of society and history, whether it's been by the church in collaboration with uh, the big banks around the world and with a government that's funding a lot of stuff. If, if, if people aren't there aware about how your civilization in the new world and in the old world, how things are being dictated, well, there's a, I think there's a little bit things you should look outside of your bubble. And <laughs> it's a little bit uh, more systematic and controlling than what you think, uh, like uh, free speech and stuff like that are uh, far and few between. And it's uh, good to have channels that are out there, like the channel that we're on here and uh and stuff like that where we can give opposing uh, views as we know like uh, during that uh, COVID uh, fiasco that happened there is that anybody that gave an opposing view were either shut down or blocked out and uh, and taken off of uh, off networks but uh, it's just the part about looking at things a little bit differently than what we've been taught and I think that's very important and there's i'll go into this part here if we look into history and i'll ask each of there about that how do you think our timeline has progressed if you look in the the create creationist form through the church we've only been on earth for 6500 years but if you look at uh other parts there we've probably been here for a hundred some something thousand plus years and we might have gone through many different epochs of restarting re and uh and going and uh I, I find, this is a part I find that's really interesting with history and both of you being uh, spiritless and uh, and uh, mediums and stuff like that. Have you gotten any sort of connection to any thoughts about how history might have predated what we're actually in? I'll go with you, Dave. Well, I can tell you this. We are way behind. <laughs> we are super far behind. And uh, one of the reasons is one of the things that you were talking about. If everybody would have been taught that it was okay to think outside the box and it was okay to question a practice, like I, I question spirituality all the time. Laura Lee questions spirituality all the time. We question stuff. Religious people tend not to do that. It's like, no, it says in this book and it's a talking point that's over and over and over and over again. Like I said, I'm not bashing religion, but I think if half these people who are in religion would actually, uh, think about what's being said to them instead of just believing it on blind faith, I think the world would be a lot different. I think people would be a lot kinder to each other. I think people, I think we'd have a lot better world if we did. Well, that, that's a big thing about the uh, way religion is in the, in, is uh, their main thing is having faith. If you don't have faith and believe in what this uh, book says, then you're not gonna get to your final destination. That's that's a big key that went through religion that I was I was told through there. You have to believe and no matter how it is. And I think faith is it's it's almost like a I I wanna say it's a it's a it's a not a trigger word, but a, it's sort of like a hook. 
if you don't have this almost reminds me of cultish sort of a belief in like Scientology and stuff like that. If you're not believing what this is, you're not going to get to the next step. And I think there's a little bit of faith that that uh, religion uses in that. I might not be seeing that totally right, but uh, any, uh, I don't know. Uh, but, I think uh, you said Laura, it wonderful. You said it wonderfully. Yeah. Laura, do you want me to answer now or not? Sh sure. Yeah. Well, first of all, what I wanted to yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. I was just gonna give a huge shout out to Jane. Um, hang on, Janie Walker, because she just wrote some beautiful comments here about how Dave and I work together and our show. So thank you. Actually, that's the name of my group, Paranormal University. But she said that's how she describes our show, Dave. Almost like a paranormal university. Topics are not limited. The show moves quickly. It's a great concept. So thank you, Jane, for that. Um, some of that was making some notes. So, yeah, I agree about history. Okay, like I think we can learn from history. But the thing is, right, what happens and we're we're not bashing religion here. I know we've made it clear, but I think we can state it again because when I first met you years ago, we started going out. You had actually said to me, you thought I hated the Bible. And I, cause I kept saying, no, I don't hate the Bible. I think it's an amazing, it's an amazing book. It's got a lot of positive collective energy around the world about how people view it, say versus Ouija boards. Okay. It's a lot of negative connotation when it's really just a tool. But what I kept saying with the Bible was that it's written by man. Okay. They're still finding versions of it. And uh, what I think what happens here with religion is, and I was raised Roman Catholic. I was forced to go to church. I was forced to go to Catholic school and what have you. And my analogy is, and I'm not expecting anybody else to follow this. This is what works for me is if God is everywhere, because I, for myself, my higher power is God. God is everywhere. I don't need to go to a special building to speak to him. And especially if he's my father, I I've never had to go to a special building to, to uh, speak to my father. Now, the other thing that I think that it teaches us and even society and formal education is, and Dal, you've mentioned this many times on the show, we've talked about it, we both agree on and off air, you know, as small children, I mean, we have the toddler to preschooler age that asks why a hundred times. They get to school, right? And they start to ask why, but you're told why in school right? There's very few educations, maybe private education or homeschooling, where children are still encouraged to ask why. You see what I'm meaning? And there's so many expectations for society, especially in the developed world. This is what you do, right? And then by the time you grow up and you start a job and everything, you stop asking why anymore. You just sort of, this is what's expected. This is the societal norms. And then when it comes to history, Right. Well, this is what we learned in school. And I think it was you, William, that mentioned in the comments that you discovered once you realize for whatever reason, some people have that awakening, if you will, to holy cow, everything I thought was the truth is no longer the truth. Now, one other thing I want to add very quickly was Del, you had said we're the yin and the yang, that you are very skeptical, whereas I'm the other way. I'm not gullible. What my words I always say are just because I haven't experienced it doesn't mean it didn't happen. And I truly, truly believe that the truth will always reveal itself. It will always come to the surface. Now, I could be wrong with that, but that's what, how I feel about this. Awesome. 
that was good. You, you used my little analogy there of the. I know. Well, I live with you. We <laughs> talked about how many, but it's true. It really is true. I think it's yeah. true. We stop asking why. Yeah, you just you just missed the ending there. That uh, the Pink Floyd song, uh, "Another Brick in the Wall," that everybody's in there uh, following along the line. The the sheeple that follow into the factory, and uh, that's. We should have just uh, stopped and said, "Dell." <laughs> <laughs> yes, but uh, but uh, looking at uh, also at things that uh, both of you equally have sort of looked at. There this is, is that good comment. Oh, is uh, how do you think that? Uh, our timeline is different than what it is there. Do you think that uh, we've gone through many, uh, I'll ask you this first, Dave, many restarts and starts, restarts and starts. And that, cause I, I look at this part when you're looking at uh, ancient uh, buildings like uh, pyramids in Japan, China, South America, uh, pre-flood and uh, Egypt and, and stuff like that, where they all had similar buildings around there built similarly located and astrically aligned to stars up there, but built with technology or built with something that we cannot produce today. And this, this whole thought that we've had through school is that it was caveman that learned and we got all the way up to the cell phone and airplane as of now, <laughs> but we still can't go and produce things that was done back then. And they said, well, there's only a few people that uh, survived, but even if you wiped out the earth there today, and uh, 10,000 people remained, they'd still remember a cell phone and they still have sort of things that were around. They'd know how things were built so that that information wouldn't be lost. But for some reason, we've sort of lost all this information. I, I, I know that was a lot there to go into, Dave, there, but uh, I'll let that's, you give her a that's shot. A, that's okay. I kind of know what you mean. Yeah. Um, has the world started and restarted yet? So when I think about that question, I think about, okay, there's prehistoric times and all those animals died and a new set came in and now they died and then uh, man and woman were created and then more animals, which makes no sense. And then religion and all that stuff. I believe there's way more to our timeline that has not been out there. I We were here long, long before cavemen. We were here long, long before all that. I think this place is a lot older than and i love science nothing against science i really dig science but i still think they're missing something this place is not old as it was and i and i am not a believer in the uh the big bang theory as it's taught i have okay. a total different belief <laughs> or adam and eve no i mean yeah all these cycles i to answer the question if you're talking about are we still going? Are we going through all these cycles? Yes, and we're actually repeating stuff now that was done way, way well before Jesus and pyramids and all that other stuff. Some of that stuff is here now; it's re repeating itself. So that's a good eye on your part. History does repeat itself. Um, we are repeating parts of history right now, although now it's we're they're like taking all of history and bringing it forward. And saying, let's just let's just clean all this crap up. Let's just clean it up. And that's what they did. They threw the mess on the floor, and now they're saying, clean it up. Well, I'll even go in a little bit more there, uh, Laura Lee. Is that we've we've talked about this? Uh, uh, they're even uh, trying to replace history history as is right now because we've talked about this mm -hmm. many times before with uh, changing books and changing TV shows and bringing in a new. Uh, 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 I'll put Narrative. it in the finger, a new 
different story into the story with the way that this social engineering of uh, gender and sexuality and that changing Batman into something different than what the original story was, renaming things. And I, I'm not going to go in a balk on the LGBTQ and the social wokeism people or anything like that, but you're seeing things like that change and you're seeing how uh, uh, just in the part of tearing down statues over the past uh, years, like uh, trying to eliminate parts of history. The Georgia Guidestones, somebody came by and blew them up. And then a day later, they cleared out the Georgia Guidestones. Yeah. Like, uh, that's like, there's no point in doing that. That's something that was there. It's a historical fact. Whether you agree with it or not is, is that's a totally different issue. But there's no thing in destroying things, right? That'd be like me going there or somebody going there and blowing up Mount Rushmore. It says, well, okay, you blow it up. And then, uh, well, that's a historical landmark. And I, I think that's a, a big disservice to a lot of people in looking back. And when you start erasing history, you make problems to create history again and the problems again. I'll let that go to you there, Laura, because we've talked about this many times on and off the show. Okay. So what my problem is, is taking things that are classics and just repeating it over and over again, but changing it to a different narrative. Now there, you know, we, you watch a lot of stuff. And one of the things that somebody had said, I won't say his name cause that's the hot button topic. But my point is, I think he had something valid here that what I'm seeing, and I could be wrong. I don't watch a ton of TV, but a lot of classics that we're changing it to a female role. I don't have a problem with that. I'm a female, but you know what? Create a new character. You can even stay within the same series line, for example. But trying to make it look, and I'm seeing this, is that they make men look very weak and the woman has to walk in and kick butt and and what have you, right? And And to me, that sets up a false narrative for younger children seeing that because like it or not, and I believe in equality, rights. I believe in many of these things in equality, but women have special things and men have special things. Okay. We need to recognize that. Otherwise there would be no differentiation between men and women as far as I'm concerned. But the point is, is I think it sets up a narrative that creates disillusion, if you will. Okay. And I think what my problem is, is that Again, creating a new, I'm trying to say this politically correct without offending yeah. too many people. The other thing I'm finding too is that we're moving forward in a place where, you know, even 20 years ago, I'm offended or this triggers me was not a saying. You know what I'm saying? Like if you were bullied, you were genuinely bullied. Now I'm not devaluating somebody's experience. What I'm saying is it's, yes, feelings matter. Absolutely. But just because so Joe, whatever, Joe Blow posted something and so somebody feels it's offended, then it, you know what I mean? Like everybody thinks they got to jump into it. And it's just really getting so blown out of proportion and getting away from the things I think that really matter. Where I was going with the point about this gentleman that said what he did. If we had a large group of people, men and women, and we had a plane crash, God forbid, Everybody survived, but we ended up on a desert island, away from society and away from everything. I And I think he was right about this. I think we, after a period of time, not everybody, there's always exceptions, we would see men gravitating towards more 
traditional roles and women graduate, you know what I mean? Gravitating towards more traditional female roles. And again, I think we're very ruled by media and what have you. And again, are we repeating the same mistakes over and over again? I guess that's what you look at and whether or not you believe. Like I'm starting to see some evidence now that are we like the fifth or sixth ideation of humanity that we get to a certain point? I think you and I talked about this as well, Dave, off air one time. Yeah. Um, are we? But we keep repeating the same mistakes. And then it's like we got to go back. It's almost like the Wheel of Time, that series you like. It's like, we, oh, oh, okay, we got so far and we've created our own destruction, if you will. And then we got to start all over again. I don't know. I could be wrong, but. I, yeah, well, I, can't, I see that myself. And I see that myself yeah. with people right now are just repeating stuff and teaching the same lessons again and we are stopping it's like no we stop no you're, not, you're supposed to change you're supposed to progress you're supposed to do this mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well i guess that's that's the part about the uh, it comes into this uh, question of progression progression is that uh individual progression is one thing but uh when you're looking at uh the people in power progression is a totally different aspect out of the way the rest of the populace is sort of looking at that. And a lot of things are financial. Well, everything is financially motivated. Jeez. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, Pfizer is 80% of all mainstream <laughs> media. Yeah. And uh, if you don't think that uh, the NIH and uh, CDC are being uh, paid by uh, big pharma, then uh it, then I guess you've been uh, they've been totally brainwashed by what you ever learned in school because it all all comes down to money and big corporation and big big international bank systems and that that's that's the the end all be all of all of that so I guess the the part out of it is uh, if you look at uh, through history and I've looked at this many times is that the fall of all great civilizations has been when uh, social norms have gotten out of whack uh rome was a big one that happened with that where uh where it got into this whole social narrative into there about uh it wasn't just about uh, gender but it was just about class of people and what they should and shouldn't do and conflicts in that that they thought that they were better that, that see this is, gets into a, a really touchy subject because that's yeah. the part that gets into a whole part about the conformity about religion is keeping a sort of a certain role and, that, and like i said there's, there's a good thing to religion too and there's a good thing to non-religion as well but there's a part that when people stop thinking for themselves and they just are told everything and then they start bucking against systems that they allowed to go into place in the first place now you end up having problems and that's what ends up happening i i see through a lot of places that fail is that you you wonder why uh that the the quakers and the what are those people that that live away from the rest of society that they sort of live sort of content out there farming uh, on their the own grid? place uh off to the whatever the uh yeah the the mennonites the quakers and stuff like that all through yeah. and they sort of stay away from the technology they have problems with uh with uh breeding they're not bringing in new blood it's the same Other thing with the royals yeah but but the thing is though is that they've stayed away from that and they keep a sort of semi-normative normative uh existence where they produce it's sort of almost like hunter-gatherer but also with building community and stuff like that is where we've sort of gone to this part now where we've gone to move everybody towards metropolis places where they get away from being out in nature and eating natural we're now we're eating more processed foods we're uh 
drinking contaminated fluorided water if you want to go into that whole uh conspiracy rabbit hole uh but and you you wonder about obesity issues and stuff like that and people being well, you know uh, what Dell? you know how i think this could be answered we and, talk about this quite yeah. a bit on our show right dave is and i think we're even without getting into all of these issues it's a mm. matter of who are you going to be are you going to be service to self or service to others mm -hmm. what do you think dave yeah uh, that's that's what the world is right now i just explained it on our podcast before and i've explained this on tiktok a million times it's like it's like the universe is only seeing two two types of people service to self and service to others the ones who are service to self are like william garrison says down there it's not just money motivated they want power they want your stuff they want everything they want you to be they want to be th these fake kings and queens who rule the entire world all the time and service to self is is a live and let die culture it's like well we don't care who you are we don't like it so you know go, every man for themselves die. Yeah, mm -hmm. where the other the other side is service to others, which they want everything for everybody. They're generally nice people. They want to till the earth. They're you know they're musicians. They're creative people. They're artists. They're all these people. Those are the ones that are becoming service to self, which is where the world is trying to get back to. Oh yeah, I think I can, that's a it, quick in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. and and you can see that in the schools where they've gotten away from uh, some some of the arts and that we we've talked about this too that they got rid of uh, music programs they got rid of uh, things like mm -hmm. home ec they got rid of things like shop uh, the, there was a big huge uh, push there a long time ago about anybody that did skilled trades that they were looked upon as the peons of society were actually a lot of those people that the welders and the ditch diggers and the guys that build your bridges and houses actually make a lot money, more money than more the money. people that, that, that uh, learn to code and uh, do. The society like can exist without it. I'm sorry, but I, I don't think that they can without people that do skilled trades or, and I think where this was really illuminated was over the last three years. People that are in the service industry or like Dave, you, you know, you work, like with food, I'm not going to give it away, but I mean, you, yeah. you work in a place where you come and buy food or things like we couldn't exist without that or people that deliver our food, like truckers or, or like you said, buildings, Dell or whatever, like we've never realized how important that is. And I think William, you actually said that. Could you, um, it, it's, if every uh, cell phone disappeared, could we make one on our own? No, someone's got to make those parts and do all that yes. stuff. I think what it's all about is being, realizing we're all equal nobody's better than anybody else and i wish to god that the world could be structured that way because i really believe it could be if if we could just all agree to disagree realize we're all i know i'm asking for utopia but i'm not i mean if we don't think of it how are we going to create it right yeah you have to think there's about no stuff. And, to be hungry and and no poor. there's there literally and there's and there's enough there's enough people in the There's 1% enough. who can literally, literally change the lives of everybody here just with mm -hmm. a stroke of a pen and they wouldn't lose it. They wouldn't lose a dollar. They wouldn't lose a dime, but they don't, people fear that they just want the power out of life. Um, you know, let That's them, I just let, yeah, I'd let them do what they do because it's, it is eventually, I mean, I know Dell, you might, you know, nice and skeptical and I love that the world is splitting into two things 
So it's like the people who watch YouTube, I watched YouTube the other day and it was about, um, oh, now the government and scientists know when the our earth is going to end. And I was just like, oh my God, really? No, no, they don't. Nobody does. We don't even know. A psychic doesn't know. None of us know. It's yeah. going to do what it wants to do. But it's a fear-based, you know? Oh, for That's sure. what this is all about, what we're talking about, I think, is let's, I think that the easiest way to control people is through fear. Yeah, it really it is. is. Oh, the biggest, the biggest fear thing that was going on there was about the climate. The first, uh, the the climate change, and then you, you look how people sort of jumped onto that, and that it's sort of a really funny thing. And uh, then, uh, then you have these groups there find their little hero that can be whatever it is to it, like they have they they latched onto Greta Thunberg or whatever. But uh, climate change, because I, I took environmental engineering in school, so I along with it. Uh, that and I iron worker construction a lot of different things but uh, looking at things is you see how this group thing gets latched onto something because of whatever financial gain there is and that to sort of mm -hmm. push an agenda over to a certain sort of direction but we we do have a, a little bit of time left here Maybe last uh, last question to each of you there it says so what big topics are you looking to look forward to getting into on at the foot of the bed there, Dave? And then I'll ask uh, Laura Lee there right after that. Gosh, what big topics. Um, I, there's, well, this is going to be, this is going to suck to say, but I have to say it. There are things that are really big that I need to, that I want to start talking about. And our show is the place where eventually we'll start talking about it. Uh, Cause some of the stuff, like TikTok, I can't explain what I know or what I see in three minutes. It's literally impossible. And uh, so bigger, my biggest topic that when I, since I had my coma and I came back here and all that, my biggest thing in the entire world is just to let people know whatever you believe, just believe this one thing. There's no such thing as death. There's literally no such thing, you know? Or I hell. If, uh, Somebody brought uh, that up in uh, the comments. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's no such. Uh, there's a story. I knew that when I was a child. That's why they took me out of the Baptist school because I told them, I said, there's not a hell. I complained to and my God's vomit. not going to strike you down yeah. and burn you. And No, no. Do your thing. Have a good life. You know, learn about as much as you can, whether it's right or wrong. Open your mind and quit being such putzes, you know. Wow. So no such thing as hell. See, then all you would have a lot of group of people would say, well, they would add uh, people that were like the the dictators and uh, people of World War II that they're going after says, so he didn't go to hell? That person no. there that everybody was after that? I, I, we I, haven't got long enough on the show to explain uh, about that. Explain that but yeah, no, no, I understand. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of different uh, theories and beliefs on what, what things are and uh, to each their mm -hmm. own on all of those. But uh, uh, Laura Lee? You, uh, what do you, where do you see the, the forward Well, David and I are usually on the same page. I don't know if we've got yeah. telepathy or what, but it, it, we've had some, uh, we don't, I don't believe in coincidence. I don't think Dave does either, but we've had nope. a, a lot of things where one's thinking something, the other one says it or one does it. So um, I agree. Um, the other thing is that there's a lot of good questions that people ask Dave on TikTok that we could do a whole show about. Even today, we had some great questions. People were asking about more about UFOs, ET. I I, I want to know more about it. How do I connect with it? Like people have a lot of questions. What happens when I die? Um, I've seen people ask me, "What's what's um, black magic?" 
Um, how do you get rid of a curse? How do you get rid of all these things? Now, people may not like the answers that we get give them, but I believe that knowledge is empowering. And we're not going to yeah. come from a fear-based perspective, but we're going to be truthful with you from what we believe we've received and what we've gotten from spirit. So it'll be guided by what people ask us and what people's comments are, as well as sometimes we run into things in our everyday life. I think that will come up and we'll talk about it. And yeah. if it feels like a good foot that uh, fit, fit that week what we found works best with the show already though is not to just pick one topic because dave and i go all around the world and yeah, back again it around. seems right dave yeah all the time but that's what keeps us in the, i've i've had scary or well, not scary but paranormal stuff for the last 50 years including a near death so i mean we have lots to talk about and laurie's yeah. been through all her her stuff so we are not gonna <laughs> we are not gonna run out of stuff to talk oh. about and the fact that we can even and me and laura lee can have a healthy debate if we don't agree on something because we just yeah don't care. we don't always um, agree on everything like, yeah. but yeah, but yeah. that's okay because that's how life should be i think that we hear each other and if we don't agree then that's okay. I want to hear what you have to say. You're open to hearing what I have to say. Maybe we have to agree to disagree and then leave it out there on the table. People follow what resonates, what doesn't, yeah. whatever. Exactly. Well, that's awesome there. That's that's the best way to be is uh, leave it open questions. And that's I, I do that all the time on my show there is uh, just question everything. I say this all the time there and you know what, be open to different opinions and that's the best way you can be. And you know what, maybe you learn something and that's the best part is you learn something different that you didn't even think about. And that's, that's, that's an interesting comment. We might have to cover that maybe in one of our shows. I'll read that for people that aren't, that are just listening. So William asked or said, I don't know about that. And I have been dead and reciprocated. I hate to say, I don't think everyone has a soul. So that might be a discussion topic sometime to talk about. Like these are the kind of topics, right, Dave, we're going to talk about. Yeah, you, he wouldn't like my answer, but yeah, I would love to talk about that topic. <laughs> That's what I meant. We'll talk about it. Whether you like it or you don't, you you can yeah. take it or you can add your two cents worth. We like to include people's comments. Exactly, exactly. Well, that's a great way to be there. So uh, they want to say is that uh, your show, uh, it does air the same day as mine. It's earlier in the day. What time is it there, uh, Laura Lee? It is from 3 to 5 p.m. Central, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. And uh, yeah, I hope you'll join us. Right. And the show is called, Dave? The Thing at the Foot of the Bed. There you go. And this is the delicious recipe I air at uh, 8 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, up coming up next, if you're watching along there, we're newly on Roku, is uh, Michelle DeRogier and uh, Amelia Pisano. I believe it's, uh, what's the name of their show there, Laura Lee? I keep on forgetting. The this Outer right Realm. The, the Outer, Outer Realm. Realm. Yes, I wanted to Do you want to know that, uh, can we let people know where to find us, Del? Oh, yeah, go ahead there. Yep, got a minute. Go ahead, Dave. Oh, before you know anything about me, you can follow me on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. It's usually under Medium David Hansel. Can't miss it. If you'd like to know more about me or schedule a reading, it's theywhispertome.com. If you write to me, it's david at theywhispertome.com. And you can awesome. find me Monday, 
Monday nights here on UPRN with the Angel Rock, 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern. You ever want to get a hold of me to book a reading? I do mentoring. I do Crystal Reiki, Akashic Records. You can find me on facebook.com forward slash Angel Rock. We do not solicit readings from people. We had a real problem with that with our show today. We had to block a lot of people. So just so you know, if people say they're saying they're one of us, that's not us. We don't do that. Yeah. And you'll also be uh, showing up this Friday there too, eh? On the on oh the yeah, I'll be on Joe Montaldo's show, The Centralist. I believe it starts at 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on UPRN. Okay, thanks for having us, awesome. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, thanks, Sal. Yeah, it's great talking to you guys there. And uh, yep, like I said, there uh, Michelle De Rogier and uh, Amelia Pisano coming up next on uh, Roku and all the other channels. Have a good one, everybody.